0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Eat, Sleep, Suplex, Retweets.
1: Hello, everyone. Happy New Year from myself and everyone else in Saturday Draft Live and Eat, Sleep, Super to I hope you've had a good holiday. I hope you had a good Christmas. Uh, I hope you missed us. You know, we we haven't had the show for a, a, a wee while, but we're, we're back. We're back talking about the draft again. There's been quite a few weeks that you've missed out on what's happened points by. The table is certainly shaken up and we'll take you through that today. As always, you can find... Saturday draft live and eat Sleep Sleep X tweet on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. We've got our on Spotify. Anchor. We've got our own website, eatsleepsleapecksytweet.com. Pretty much anywhere you can think, you can find us. We're probably on it, so give us a search, follow, subscribe. Let us know how we're doing. Join our community page on our Facebook group. We're having a we're having a great time. You know, we're 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 doing a lot with the podcast. We hope you can come along for the ride and. As always, I'm joined by uh, one of the one quarter of SDL's finest, uh, as David talking.
0: To. Dave, welcome to 2022. Ha- ha- hope you had a good birthday as well. You turned you turned 30 over the over oh. Parties. Listen, the less you remind me of that, the better. But you know what? I still feel 22, so it's um, uh, uh, I'll just take it as a number in this case. And I've just had a massive, massive cup of tea with lots of caffeine in it, so I'm hyped and ready to go for the new year in Saturday Draft Live. Excellent, that's what we that's what I love to hear. I'm glad I'm glad you had that you've had a I had a good time. We're
1: joined by a guest this episode, as we usually do on on Saturday draft. By like this time, it's someone that's not in this season, it's a former draft member, is has very good season performances beforehand, he's won a battle in purgatory. It is Grant McRobbie. Grant, how are you doing? I'm very good, Jack. Thanks for having me on, lads. And you know, looking forward to casting
2: my eye over the field this season and throwing some intermediate slash expert opinions
1: of course you're, you're the only expert in my eyes grant you know you're the you're the outsider looking in that's that's all we need you know that's definitely well, some
2: interesting stuff for that <laughs> <laughs>
1: but we'll go on we do what we do best we'll go to the top three of the week and dave i'll come to yourself first my tag team the usos two mm-hmm. successful defenses uh on day one and in smackdown last night 15 points I was I was a bit nervous, you know, after just after just defending the titles, or doing it again, and I kind of know the qualification rules, match type thing. But here we are; they're still the tag team champions. They got me an extra
0: fifteen points this week. Uh the, the Usos have had like a major turnaround in the last week alone because uh, before the Christmas break, they weren't scoring many points uh, when the season first kicked off. But they've completely turned it around with these two title defenses here, and yeah, it's a m- Majorly beneficial for your team in particular, Jack, because I mean, where they go from onto the Royal Rumble season, whether or not they compete in the Rumble or not, it's that remains to be seen. But I think this was a much-needed boost for you uh, once we look at the overall standings, and I hope that momentum continues. Well, I hope so too,
1: but uh, Grant, I'll come see you next. It's someone that's, even back in your season when you're competing, it's someone that's an ever-present that seems to be in the top three, but maybe, maybe not for a wee while after what happened in day one. It's Drew McIntyre, 16 points. He did win the match, but unfortunately, it seems that he's going to be written off TV for some time with a legitimate injury that he needs to look and take care of. The, the whole person will be back for WrestleMania 38, but for Scott, this is a key player, I believe, this is who he changed his captain to Not going to be in the Rumble now. Scott's chances have probably looked much weaker now.
2: Yeah, losing Drew is a huge hit because Drew has been consistent. The fact, I'm pretty sure it came up in the statistics at the end of 2021 that he pretty much wrestled the most matches in WWE mm-hmm. in 2021. So, you know, you had someone who was regularly appearing very high win percentage. Um, so, for Scott, that is going to be, well... These teams called Team Broken Dreams. That has probably broke the dream. That one, <laughs> <laughs> nah,
1: it's, it's, it's sad to see because like, the, 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 the times that I've won the draft, Drew McIntyre's both been in my team. He's been in a lot of winning teams, as, as understandably so. But, uh, yeah, that's true. Dave, uh, Dave will come to you here on our number one this week after uh, defeating Love Morgan at day one, appearing a few times in Raw. Alan has Becky Lynch number one in the list right now on the top three of the week. Maybe always going to be around one pick, picked before others. But see, seeing she's over overall. Is is Alan maybe pulled a wee wee sneaky blinder here and taking Becky Lynch?
0: Well, I think given the momentum Becky's been on, you know, she's always getting the big pay-per-view wins and that's what really counts, especially with the captaincy applied. But what I think might let her down is the fact that she doesn't compete on regular TV as much compared to the big shows. And I think that's potential to let her down, but she is scheduled to defend the title at the Royal Rumble. It just depends who she goes up against. If it's Liv Morgan for a third time, I mean, if they don't put the title on Liv now, like, what was the whole point in boosting her up the whole time? But you never know. It's against maybe Bianca. I'm not sure about Drop at this stage, but she's got a match set up. Whether or not she wins or loses it is is hard to say. But the day one points against Liv when everybody was back in live. I mean that was a a necessary points booster there. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, I think it's very it's proved very good for for Alan. I think what,
1: what's happened and it's uh, ultimately got him in the position he's in the now. But before we kind of look at the big table, we had a Christmas break. We'll talk about kind of who's who's done well points wise, accumulating points throughout these uh, these three weeks. We've not not been here. And, uh, Dave, will stick with you here. Mm-hmm. My, my captain, Big E, despite losing and getting pinned at day one, has been able to accumulate the third highest points total in our three-week break with 21 points. I think, considering what happened with COVID, obviously Lesnar was scheduled to face Roman Reigns. That didn't happen. gets put in this LA title match and surprisingly wins it. I think for, for, for Big E to lose that, be the one to get pinned because that's the one that takes the points away but still be third overall. I think that's tested to how well Big
0: E is doing with all these adversities that have been kind of thrown in the way so far. Yeah, because even when he was WWE champion, he was getting regularly featured on TV and it's those appearance points that's what's kept him afloat and scoring big uh, over the Christmas break. I mean, he's he's had a couple of tag team wins with Bobby Lashley over Rollins and KO so it's not just the the sort of big pay-per-view wins that he's had because obviously there was no well, apart from day one there was no other pay-per-views that where he could have defended the title but still it's that it's those regular tv appearances is what uh helps him out and but yeah biggie has done brilliantly as wwe champion for ross last season but maybe not so much so for you this season but that's nothing to take away that you know biggie's been nothing short of a big performer these last uh, couple of seasons uh, and then uh, Ed Grabbing we see some we've
1: already already spoke about as our as our top or one or number one this week, Becky Lynch. She's accumulated twenty-three points overall during this during this winter break. And you can't you can't argue with the performance. It's 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 proved very good and it's keeping Alan in such a high position right now, I think. Yeah, there's
2: there's no denying like him choosing Becky has paid off massive dividends ever since her return back. She's just pretty much been dominant. Um, pretty much WWE doing what they usually do, having like sort of female dominant heel champs at the moment. So you know anyone that picks either Becky or Charlotte, you're pretty much guaranteed points.
1: Aye, for sure. And Mercedes, our number one during the three week tour was the, the 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 sad story of the draft right now with Drew McIntyre, Dave Scott. Scott obviously we have the points that he's got from Drew, really can, but to, to know that you're not going to get any more to know that you're probably out the running now, I would say. When we when we look at like the kind of the rest of the, the rest of Scott's team, we've got Pearson, Sonia, Drew, Jade Cargo, Tommaso Trampa, Carmela, Ridge Holland. There isn't really a, enough there, I would say, now for him to kind of mount any challenge at the Rumble now that, that Drew's gone. So I like, think I would feel confident and say that Scott, and one of our
0: one of our STL boys, unfortunately I'd say his chances are kind of chalked now. Yeah, I think the only way he's able gonna to- probably going to get points at the stages with jade cargill you know having won the tbs championship this week uh uh, it's a it is a broken dream for scott and it's a real shame because that's his captain on the shelf now for two seasons in a row because remember last season he put the captaincy on john moxley and this was the week that moxley went off to to rehab so it's not been a good couple of seasons for scott and it's a real shame because drew is arguably one of the best draft performers we've ever seen Aye, for sure, but we will go on to our top 12
1: table and the the, the man that's kind of sat bottom of this table throughout all of this, our our former listeners league winner from last season Matt with the booty woes on 42 and a half points, 12th position and we see our newcomer to the draft, eh, our newbie to the podcast, Tom McManus God's great, greatest draft pick on 62 points, he's 11th. Team Visser, Grary, 10th position at 65 points and that kind of that's your, your bottom three, kind of a bit, well, aside from that, a bit bunched together because we see a bit of a gap going up 13 points ahead. Daniel Campbell, future endeavours limited ninth position at 78 points. Dave, the Western Country Club sitting eighth position and 84
0: points, not being a season you've hoped for. No, and I, I'm telling you, I should be in the top five because of, like, I should have had title matches on day one. Lucha Brothers should have retained and bloody Priest is... Get himself go insane against Dolph Ziggler. Like I've just had a really rotten run of luck with these championships here. Like Carmelo is carrying my team here, and he's not even got the captaincy on him. It's, it's madness. Uh, uh, uh. Well, I don't know what I, can, I don't know what to say, Dave. Unlucky. I'm
2: Better fuming. next season, oh, Dave. You're saying you should. The Lucha Bros should have retained. Phoenix's arm shouldn't have went
0: that way either. But oh, for sure, things yeah. happen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but Sammy should have won the IC title at day one for sure. Now he's getting playing second fiddle to fucking Johnny Knoxville
2: Hi, I'm Hello. Johnny Knoxville welcome to WWE Smackdown
1: <laughs> <laughs> we see in joint sixth position Team Goat and Team Broken Dreams the, our our host for next week on Saturday Draft Live, Scott McLeod and David Camo. they're sitting sitting pretty there we've got a high host soho Ross McLeod fifth position 99 points Sarah's dropped down a bit to fourth with team pitch please and 103 points I have I have seen a huge climb since the, the winter break. I believe I've, I've I've gathered the most points overall fifty seven points uh, since our last Saturday draft live show, and I've I'm now sitting on one hundred and four and a half points. With the you basically du- you've basically doubled your score over the Christmas break. I think, yeah, I think I was sitting at like sixty certain points before that, and now I'm on one hundred and four and a half. I think the day one certainly helped me. A lot, even with the changes that have gone ahead, it could have been much better. But I'm not, I'm not one to pick and choose. You know, it's just it is this, it is, what it is. But our man that's kind of been sitting usually at the top this season, uh, Stephen Wilson, Team Pegs and is 106 points, second position. The pillars of MVPs, El McLucas, 108 points. I think this is this is something that uh, uh, Stephen sent to us, sent to me earlier on, and he was saying that like. Eighteen points split the top seven right now, and I don't think it's like it's been that close ever before, Dave. I don't have you can correct me if it has, Like mm-hmm. between like such a big bunch of folk, obviously it's been close between that like, a couple of folk at the top. But
0: to have anyone that can kind of be top seven, that's potentially still on a chance of winning it, it's, it's great to see. Ah, uh, especially with Rumble season coming up, and you know because that could all turn everything on its head. And mean just look at the top five as well, or even the top four. That only five points separate the top four. So, as far as I'm concerned, ranking is irrelevant at this stage when you've got this uh, this number of points separating so many people. Uh, it's,
1: it's it's good to see. You know, we love to see it, but. We've spoken enough about how our league's getting
0: on, Dave. I'm sure you've
1: missed it since 2021. Yeah, It's time for you to herald in how the listeners league is getting on. Take it, take it away, my friend.
0: Yeah, and I tell you what, some returning players are making a play to win this season. So we have Dan Wood aiming for last place again in fifth place. So he's doing a terrible job of aiming for last place on 111 points. Now, as we're looking ahead towards the Royal Rumble, I think I have to assess the teams that we have going on here. And at the minute... Dan, out of the top five, isn't in the best position because Pearson, Sonya, is his tag team, and he's all got NXT or AEW heavy talent. The only one I think who could possibly make a surprise appearance in the Rumble is Raquel Gonzalez. But again, that remains to be seen with the, the direction they're going. Uh, Alan Laurie, fourth place. Angels, Alan's Angels with Filthy Souls on 118 points. You know, consistent listeners league participant Big E is his captain he also has Bobby Lashley and Brock Lesnar all three of these guys could potentially have a big role in the Royal Rumble pay-per-view obviously Lesnar and Lashley in the WWE title match Big E tipped to be a potential favorite to win the men's Rumble Alan's looking in a very promising position here next we have the best tag team partner in the world Robert Shaw with team budget cuts on 121 now Looking at Robert's team, he his captain, Brian Danielson, may have lost his AEW title match this week. But he has RK Bro as his tag team. Seth Rollins is challenging for the Universal title. Uh, his female's pick, though, is Raquel Gonzalez, who, as for mentioned, could be a surprise entrant in the Rumble. Again, not uh, not the most convincing team to be going into the Royal Rumble. But you never know. It might just surprise you. Second place, Ryan Dalgleish with Team Get the People Home on 122. Just one point ahead of Robert, so a bit of a competition going on there. Ryan, also much like Alan, Biggie, is his team captain, and he also has Bobby Lashley, Ray Ripley, Liv Morgan, and the Usos. Now, that, to me, screams like a team that you want to have going into Royal Rumble season. All, all of those people are in reasonably strong positions uh, with, for the weeks ahead and for the Rumble itself, so I think Ryan could be gathering a lot of momentum going forward and could potentially walk away as a two-time Listeners League winner. But in the top position this week, 10 points ahead of Ryan. A sizable gap for sure. It's Jim O'Mac with Jim's Unholy Rollers on 132 points. Jim, uh, one of our newest entrants this season, and he's already sitting at the top. And I think that goes down to Seth Rollins being his team captain. Seth Rollins, obviously, the high, the high scorer this season in the top 10 overall. Plus RK Bro, Damian Priest, uh, and Malachi Black as well propping him up points-wise. Damien Priest obviously getting US title wins over Ziggler and Ruud. It's uh It's been a good uh, good few weeks for Jim, for sure, uh, given that he scored 34 points overall uh, this week, along with Ryan Dalgleish. So it looks like we've got just a tight competition in the top five for the listeners league as we do in the main league. But I think if I have to make an early prediction, I'd say Ryan Dalgleish is so far the early favourite to win this season's listeners league and potentially be the first two-time winner so I don't know what you think about that Jack
1: well I was going to say up until up until last night I was going to say Jim O'Mac was going to win it. I thought maybe he had enough because it seemed his team seemed just that slightly a bit different to the rest of them because he's the one that didn't have Big E whereas everyone else can have maybe seems, seems to have Big E in their team but with the the, the, the interesting because I thought maybe Rollins might have been a good shout to have some like a very good performance in the Rumble and that could be enough for Jim to take it away but as we know what happened Smackdown last night we've now got Reigns versus Rollins for the Universal title so you would assume that Rollins isn't in the Rumble match and anything that just benefits Ryan and uh, anyone else that's got Big E it's kind of in and around that 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 top five there i believe that Al, alan has got biggie as well captain ryan's captain uh, is it robert shaw's captain too mm-hmm. no but robert shaw's robert shaw's got seth rollins i think ah you've got to look i guess it's, it's between ryan and Alan. and i think if ryan can keep that wee bit of a gap we could be looking at a two-time we could we could be looking at a two-time one of it because they both have bobby lashley they both have bobby lashley as well Oh, but Alvin's
0: got Brock. Oh, I don't know. Oh, um, yeah. It's just it's just it's, it's manic at this stage. It's it's very. So these next next few weeks will be crucial. Yeah, I think obviously
1: because Ryan's got Ryan's got Liv Morgan too. So if she wins next week, ends up beating Lynch at the Rumble, they don't. Rhea Ripley could have a good performance.
0: The Usos could appear. <laughs> Mm. Ray Ripley did eliminate the most women last year's Rumble, and she was the runner-up. So, I mean, and you get points for lasting the longest, you get points for most eliminations, and you get points for winning. It's going to be very... It's tighter than what I thought. I think
1: that... The, I, I, it's, it's pretty... Oh. It's an interesting one. I'll I'll, I'll I'll look forward to see who who wins that because I can. Also, there is we do have a WhatsApp chat with all the, the, listeners in the league. leagues. So you want to participate next season? Just message one of us, get involved, message the podcast, and we all we all chat about the about the wrestling and whatnot and what's going on there. So it's it's a, it's a very good very good group chat. Getting get involved. So yeah, I believe they, they'll be fighting tooth and nail to join us in the main league next season. But we do have a guest on today, uh, Dave, We've got mm-hmm. Grant, former former draft. Former draft one, and we were a. Uh, I've got. Has you want a draft? No, sorry. Forward dra- draft. Forward draft I don't don't big you up that that much, Sorry. he's winner of purgatory. purgatory. That's what it was. Purgatory. Uh, so we we do have a couple of questions from the folks that are in this season's draft for you. Yeah, and just I'll, I'll I'll take it away. One is from Ross McLeod, the current. The current draft winner, the current sweeps winner of every brand going. He's just asking what your current thoughts on the IWGP sweeps champion is just now.
2: <laughs> that son of a bitch. I hope he chokes. <laughs> 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 In fact, I know he's going to choke.
1: Because I guess it's been, well, we're doing an impact sweeps tonight. So you can...
2: as, as we are talking right now, yeah, there's a, an impact sweep scheduled to happen. So. Ross is getting a wee bit too full. His boots are wet, and I didn't. I didn't see him winning
1: the draft at I mean, all. You, if you look at his, if you look at his team, obviously he drafted from last position, but I think he's done pretty well. So Jurassic Express, Ruby Soho, Seth Rollins, Seamus and and Jay Thullis. It's clear that the, the 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 three in front are the ones carrying his team. But obviously with Rollins facing Reigns, you can't really see much happening with him. Unfortunately, do you? Nah, that that team's a one-trick pony because of Rollins really and he's going to come to
2: a stumbling fault when he hits the Rumble because I didn't see Seamus doing much in the Rumble and he's got no one else that will be in the Rumble really, so...
1: Well, there we go. Unlucky Ross. Maybe next season. Maybe next season is the tag season, and I will, I will talk to you about that, because We do have a question for David Cavill, and obviously, if you're, you're not, you're not going to be back next season, but you'll come back on next season, give me your outside perspective again. But last season, when you were in the tag teams, you were with Gary, and you're in Men in the Mission. So, so that won't be reformed. So, would you be, would you be back in Gary next season as, as, a former member of the Men in the Mission, and who, who would you like Gary to like team up with to potentially win that draft? I'm
2: definitely backing Gary, and in the absence of me being there, I think Gary would pair well with the GOAT. They've both got quite good minds with the draft now. Gary's just had an unfortunate season this season with the draft usually sitting quite high, but I see him going back to his very strong ways, and I think
1: putting him with the GOAT could put some wild, wild stuff. Unfortunately, on that, on that, uh, that prediction there, it's been confirmed that the Goat Tones will be back to defend their draft crown from the tag season. So we do have David Campbell and Ryan Gallagher. Who will be coming back next season together again. Uh we'll see what happens there. Maybe someone someone will beat them, you hope. Because if they don't David will be a David Campbell will be a three time draft winner. Maybe potentially four times he wins this season too. I I I can't have that in my in my system. But we'll talk. We'll keep on. We'll talk about this strap. We'll talk about how this is going on and we're seeing here down the bottom of the table. Grant Matt and Tom, sixty two points, forty two and a half points respectively. They're kind of set maybe to finish the bottom two, but that's probably just where you naïve with the draft. Obviously, Matt wasn't at league winner, not been in this draft experience before. Same with Tom's, his first time in the draft. Do you do you expect maybe Tom to bounce back with someone else next season in that tag season? Thing it's just like you never really have a good first draft when you come up here, do you? I wouldn't say you didn't have a good first draft. I've, I've always came in
2: quite strong in my my drafts right from the get go. So I wouldn't quite say. I think Tom's biggest issue with his team, looking at it, it's quite a wild team. It's very out there. Like, other than Gargano, there was no... In Imperium, there's no one on his team that screams to me. Well, obviously, he chose Bailey. That's been a bit of a, a dud. But there's no one in it. Like, the rest of his team's a bit... Mm, I kind of let him down. And I think the tag season, Tom, could benefit by having someone who's got a bit of experience and maybe someone that brings the, the left field in a little bit to balance it.
1: Yeah. I was like, we'll, we'll have... We'll have more folk coming in next next season as well as well. I think so. Uh, anything that Tom could benefit a lot with with drafting with, with someone like experienced drafted, like like a Gary or a, a Dave Hockney, or you know what I mean. Like show them show show them the rope, show them how how it's getting on. But uh, Dave, you got any questions before we ask the ask the big question of uh, Grant's prediction to win the
0: season? Uh, yeah, I've uh, I've got something. Who are your favourites? to win the Royal Rumble, both the men's and the women's? Uh, this is going
2: to be completely, because as as you know, I've not watched any WWE in about three months now. <laughs> <laughs> so, for the the Rumble, um, and this is where, I, because he's now in the Rumble, I'm throwing it out there, and it's going to be a big boost for someone on the show today. I see Big E winning the men's Rumble. Something in my bones. Mm. Just because because how unceremoniously that he dropped the title, the rumble could lead to a big old redemption story heading into Mania. So Jack, that could be a huge benefit for you. Because um, at first I thought they were going to put Biggie in a rematch against Lesnar one on one at the rumble, and I thought, well, if he does that, then Biggie's scuppered. But no, because he's not. I'm like this. This is clever. He lost it in a multi man match. Lashley well, looked absolutely fantastic in it. But this is a chance for Big E to really bounce back. As for the women's rumble, that one is a little bit more over. I, I would love it to actually be a Liv Morgan because I feel that she's got a pretty raw deal um, at, time, at times lately. So I, I, I would, I'm actually going to throw her out there as a kind of left-field prediction. Um, but, you know, got to be careful now that at least one champion is going to be in there with Charlotte.
1: It's, it's going to be, it's an interesting one, I, I as day one in Smackdown, instead has thrown a big spanner in the works with how, how the Rumble potentially could go, but we'll ask the, the big question, you're, you're, we spoke about it, 17 points, kinda, 18 points, sorry, separating the top seven so far in this, in this season. You've seen, you've had a look at the player performance tab, you've seen the, the, the players and folks teams, you've gave your predictions on who would win the Rumbles. Who is your pick to take home the draft title this season, season eleven. Who, who's your who's your man to win it or woman? For
2: me, it, I'm very torn on threes. Um Looking at the individual teams themselves and the potential for points, um, I'm going to slightly swing it. I'm going to say I'm going to say you, Jack. <laughs> I, I think. Look at looking at teams. If Big E wasn't in the Rumble, I would I would have said you were dead in the water. But the fact of the matter is you have Liv Morgan, you have Naomi, you have Big E. Um, so I, I'm expecting all three of them in the Rumbles, and I'm expecting pretty good performances out of at least two of the three of them. Sarah was a uh, an almost, but I'm kind of like, well, she doesn't really have anyone major that they could throw. They might throw Kaylee Ray in the Women's Rumble, which would be pretty interesting. Um, But do I see her getting a lot of eliminations or winning it? No, no, I don't. Um, and my third one that I was kind of torn on was Goat, because Bobby Lashley's known the Rumble, that's going to hit him. But the fact that he's got Ripley and Flair, and I think at least one of the two of them is going to go in a tear during the Rumble. That's where I see. But I think you've got the advantage, Jack, because you've got the points advantage going into it. And that's why, I, if, the, if the points were even tighter, I'd maybe angle towards Goat. But I just think you've got that little bit of an edge. So that's why you're my pick, Jack.
0: Ah, uh, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Uh, it's, it's an, I I'd an agree an with sense. that actually. I think Jack, you've got the points advantage and you've got most of your team in a prime position to score even more points, not just in the weeks ahead, but the rumble itself. You know, Big E's the the, the potential favourite. Blood Morgan could pull off an upset win, Brock Lesnar could retain the title. Usos might get a few more matches in and there are thereabouts. Naomi's also got an angle with uh, revising that angle with Sonia Deville a little bit. You know, she could be an outside bet to win the women's rumble too. Yeah, it was. It's a. I've
1: I, I I completely drafted. I've when I've done this season before. Eh, I've I've not really drafted with a rumble in mind, or at least tried to predict how it would go. And I, I did that this season, and especially like, you know, I've seen earlier on, I was kind of in the round, but a bottom half for most of it. But now we're kind of kicking on to the kind of final leg. i I'm in with a shot, and I do think I have a lot of stuff. are in that in that rumble pay-per-view overall so we'll, we'll see what happens but i do think it'll be it'll be really close i don't think uh alan or steven can be fully ruled out yet either but we'll we'll wait and see but that is that's that's the first saturday draft live of 2022 everyone i hope uh, you, you had fun here gran i hope, hope you had fun I've had, I've had
2: a good i've had a good laugh this morning catching up in the the draft goings on uh wilson listen to me for the love of god get impact and get ready, of get impact in
1: <laughs> then then we'll talk me returning that's your, your, your 2022 New Year's resolution get yeah, but if i Impact are working with WWE now because we've got Mickey Jane going to be in the women's, the women's Rumble and she's going to have the knockouts title but she doesn't lose to uh, uh, Peroso tonight so maybe, maybe she'll walk that title into the match that'd be some sight would be an interesting one like it, whatever happens at Impact Night or with the fact that they referenced
2: the Impact belt on WWE it, show, it clearly shows the Forbidden Door has r- finally rattled enough people to for it to be taken seriously.
1: be It'll be interesting to see what's, what, what happens to that. But Dave, thank you
0: as always for appearing as well. Hope you've, hope you've enjoyed the first episode of 2022. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I look forward to analysing the weeks ahead and what's going to be a very up and down closure of the Rumble season.
1: Yeah, but I'll, I'll
0: see you in a couple of weeks. You've got
1: Scott and David Campbell next week. The, the OGs return together again for Saturday Draft 5. So We'll see you then. Goodbye, everyone.
2: There now follows an enthusiastic
0: advertisement for Quiz Showdown.
2: Hello guys, welcome to Quiz Showdown. I'm Daniel Campbell, and in this show you're going to see the members of the Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet team go through a very strange quiz. We don't know what the heck's going on with it, but you're going to have to watch to find out. Go check out on the YouTube channel now. That was an enthusiastic advert for Quiz Showdown.